I know what you're gonna say. But, since I'm already here, you might as well take me in with you, right? Um, I can't take your car like that. Stop it. What? Stop it. Stop it, Dad. Dad, there's like whores here and stuff. Sweetheart, how many times have I told you? Don't say and stuff. Just say, Dad, there are whores here. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Fun Time Movies 1. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. So Podchaser is currently doing a promotion right now. Uh, it started a couple days ago, but there for 15 days, if you rate someone on Podchaser, so if you rate us on Podchaser, they are giving money to Meals on Wheels America during the... the during COVID? Yes. Okay. And so, and every reply that we give, they double it. Okay. So, go on Podchaser or... Go to ratethispodcast.com slash movie, and it will take you to two choices. Go to Podchaser, rate us. It has to be like 20 words, so okay, it's for a good cause. Yeah, so do that thing. All right, so this week, oh wait, I gotta say where, 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 where you can listen to us. Yeah. Because these people listening might not know where to listen to us. Well, right now they can listen to us on Podchaser. Well, they can listen to us on Podchaser, but... Especially like things like Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Everywhere. And more. <laughs> All right. So anyway, the movie that we chose this week, this first week of April, April 3rd, or whatever day it is, 4th. Today's 4th. Yeah. Yep. It's set in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. It is called The Nice Guys. Rated R, one hour, 56 minutes, and you can watch it right now as of this recording on HBO. The director is Shane Black. Do you know who Shane Black is? Not at all. Well, let's see. You've seen a couple of his movies. I'm sure I have. Iron Man 3. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. The new Predator movie, Predators. Is that the one I came in on the other day? Yeah. Oh, that looked bad. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a very bad movie. It looked pretty. It's not Olivia Munn's fault either because she said some stuff in that movie that I would just keep in my brain for the rest of my life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he also wrote all the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it's, he's kind of older. He's older and he's experienced in this type of movie, the action buddy cop movie. Oh, this is definitely Buddy Cop. Yeah. Even though they're not cops. They're not cops. Uh, it stars Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Mm. Her name's hard. I'm going to say Anjori or Angori. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angori Rice. She's the, the girl who plays Holly. Yes. Right? Yeah. People recognize her as Betty Brandt in the new Spider-Man movies. Yeah. And Matt Bomer from American, uh, American Horror, Horror Story. Story mm-hmm. uh, allegedly. He looks like that dude that I saw last night, uh, Zach Efron. Mm. A little bit. Maybe related, but not too much. He no. looks a little like him. I okay. didn't say he looks exactly like him. <laughs> it's set in the 1970s. The, uh, first, 1977. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first panning shot, though, is really beautiful. It's, it's behind the Hollywood sign, and it's before the Hollywood sign got restored. Oh, okay. So the the O is kind of broken. Mm-hmm. There's graffiti all over it. That sign should not even be there anymore, but it's there still. Yeah, like a private citizen used to upkeep it. Yeah. And then he died, and I was like, oh, are they going to tear it down? That, and they haven't yet. private citizen was Hugh Hefner. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Founder of Playboy magazine, Hugh Hefner kept that Hollywood sign up. I don't understand why. Because it's his thing. I thought his thing was boobs. No, his thing is boobs. <laughs> See? <laughs> but that Hollywood sign's been there his whole life. He wanted to stay there. So I kind of hope that someone steals the D off of that. Yeah. So we can start calling it Hollywood. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So this panning shot goes over the Hollywood sign, and it kind of like hovers over the neighborhood right below the Hollywood sign all the way to panning to this little boy 
might be 13. Yeah. Bringing his dog in from a good poo. And then he goes into the house, goes into his parents' bedroom, goes under the parents' bed and takes a magazine, a... uh, Adult magazine. Adult literature (laughs) magazine. Is there literature in that magazine? Ah, a little bit. I read a lot of stuff in Playboy magazine. Yeah, Playboy had stuff. I, they had some excellent short stories by, like, Joe Hill. And yeah, yeah. Stuff like That's that. That's not what he was getting the magazine for. Not not its literature no, content. No, And you can see in his room he has a picture of Misty Mountains. Yes. Misty Mountains is a, uh, a mature actress. <laughs> and she is his favorite, apparently. As soon as he, like, gets into his room, mm-hmm. um, a car crashes straight through the building oh, of his house. Oh, he didn't even make it to his room. No. Oh. He he opens the centerfold in the hallway. Yeah. And he's walking towards the living room. And that's when the car crashes through the house. Right. He was, he was two steps away from being creamed by this car. It's a nice powder blue Mustang? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Sporty. Yeah. And so he goes down to check it out. Mm-hmm. And who is it? Lo and behold, it is Misty Mountains. So we get boobs in the first 30 seconds, basically. And then Misty is wearing a blouse, kind of, but she is fully naked. Right. And bloody. Yep. Because she she got thrown from the car. And so the boy is staring at her, and she's still alive. She's, like, laying on a rock or something like Uh that. And she says, "Uh, how do you like the car, big boy? Yeah. And then she dies. So the boy takes off his pajama shirt and covers her up as the police are coming. And I really like the little bits of chivalry that we see throughout this movie. Yeah. It it really does show a different era as Mm -hmm. well. It sure does. So then we cut to Russell Crowe. No. Yes. No. Right after this, we get the poolside uh, learning video. Yeah, but that doesn't it's count. So it's something that was weird, in school. though. Yeah. So these kids are watching this. Was Holly side. in the in the school? No. Then why did we even get this? Because we are learning what Russell Crowe does for a living. Oh, okay. And Russell Crowe is following this dude around. Mm. This dude is picking up young girls from the middle school. That's right. And uh, he waits for the girl to leave the guy's house. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have done that. Knocks on the door, uh, puts brass knuckles on, and punches the guy square in the face. Well, by allowing the girl to leave, there's no witnesses. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, don't mess with little girls. Yeah. The guy was also giving her pot, too. Mm-hmm. So corruption of a minor are on multiple levels here. Yeah. So... Then we cut to Ryan Gosling's character. He plays a guy named Holland. Uh, Holland March. March. I, I wanted to call him Mac the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holland March. And Russell, uh, Ryan Gosling is that guy with no expression on his face whatsoever. Ever. He has This some... is what he looks like when he's happy. <laughs> this is what he looks like when he's sad. <laughs> it's just the way uh, things are. I still think he's adorable. Yeah. Okay. You can do that. Uh, he's laying in a tub full of water in a suit yeah he's fully clothed yeah um we get the idea that he's probably a drunk and not very satisfied with his life he has something written on his hand like a tattoo ah you'll never be happy again yeah so there's that that's probably from the mother maybe or it's something that you know he said but what's weird is so we find out later it's just written in pen Oh, is it? Yes. Because- oh, I didn't know Because it was always on there. Yeah. So I'm like, does he never wash his hands? Or does he write it on his hand every day? He writes it on his hand every day. Hopefully. That is that is a 100% fact. Yeah, yeah. From Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. <laughs> um, his daughter calls and w- wakes him up. Yeah. And her name is Holly. Yeah. And she's adorable. She is adorable. She really reminds me. Okay. Back in the day, there used to be this awesome Inspector Gadget cartoon that I would come home from school to watch. And there was a little blonde girl named Penny. She reminds me so much of Penny. Yeah, me too. She's like into sleuthing. She's very much. And she's got a level head. And she's kind of the parent in the the relationship. And that's part of the problem. It is. It really is. And don't even 
go to the Inspector Gadget movie. That movie was bad. Yeah. <laughs> She's talking about the old Don Adams cartoon. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I forgot that he was the voice. That's even mm-hmm. more why I think I like Give Inspector. Give me that shoe. Yeah, it was nah, he so never funny. Said that. that was super No, but, but still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see a gas line. Uh, gas is like 63 to 69 cents. Mm. Um. He's reading a newspaper, and it's, and prominently on there is about killer bees. Oh, yeah. Um, he's terrified of these friggin' <laughs> bees coming from Brazil. In fact, I remember when I was a kid growing up in the early 80s, killer bees are coming up through Texas. Well, they were talking about that in the 90s, and even, in, I think, in the early 2000s about the killer bees. Yeah, but now we don't have any bees. We're fine. <laughs> Sad face. Even though I am allergic to bees. Yeah. I think Crow's motivation, his name's Jack, by the way. I'm going to call him Jack. I'm going to call him Holland and Jack. Mm-hmm. And I think Jack's uh, thing is protecting young girls. Yes. And so he's get, getting money from a young woman. Um, her name's Amelia. Yeah. Gosling is looking for that same girl. Holland's looking for Amelia. So... Really, what we've got set up here is that Holland is a private investigator. Yeah. And uh, Jackson, Jack, is a muscle man. Yes. He's just there to give a message. He's so just a straight-up thug. He's mob light. And by the way, this is the fattest I've ever seen Russell Crowe. Oh, he was fat he in this movie. He is a fat mofo in this. <laughs> like, Boom. <laughs> But, you know, if if this was the real-life character, I feel like he would have been that size. Yeah. Slightly overweight, down-on-his-luck kind of looking guy. But he doesn't drink alcohol. No, he that smokes. doesn't mean that no, he No, I'm can't. just saying oh, he doesn't say. drink alcohol. No, He's yes, not, we find that out. He's not totally clueless. Oh, no, no. But Gosling uh, Holland is looking for the same girl, and we find that out in a bar. And the guy's like, hey, have you seen this girl? He goes, what's in it for me? He has a dollar bill dressed up like a like a shirt. Mm. And he's like walking it over to him. He goes, is that a shirt? And he goes, yeah, and I made it myself. <laughs> we learn a little bit more about Holland's character um, after this, though, because the bartender's not going to give anything oh, up. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. And he's got to check the records. Mm-hmm. Well, he waits till everybody goes home, goes into the back, uh, wraps a cloth around his hand to break the back door window and he immediately severs an artery. Yeah. It's always a terrible idea to do a B and E. Yeah. Um there was a guy in my wrestling team. He went turned around to punch a wall. Instead he punched the glass case oh. and nearly cut his whole hand off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there for that. Um, I had missed that day because of an illness. Oh. I heard about it the next day. Uh-huh. Well, the next time I went to school, which was after the holiday. And, uh, yeah, he uh, he crippled himself for the rest of his life. Wow. Because of that. he is still, you know, withered hand and all. So, well, that stuff happens. Glass is very dangerous. Bill Goldberg did the oh. same exact thing. Yeah. He was supposed to punch a gimmicked... Uh, glass window out of a car instead they said oh we couldn't get the gimmicked window he says oh, i'll just punch through it myself and he did and he nearly killed himself that's just insanity he severed an artery yeah if there weren't emts on site at oh he'd have died event yeah he yeah. would have died so uh, somehow he he goes oh that's a lot of blood he starts to gag and <laughs> every time he sees blood he gags by the way it's so funny <laughs> uh he just doesn't like the sight of blood and then yeah. he falls over. Yeah. Then the next thing we see is uh, him in the ambulance, and they're going, we're losing him, we're losing him. And then he's all wrapped up. There's a lot of nostalgia in this movie. Oh, yeah. They drive down this boulevard area, and it's just like movies, Jaws 2. Well, they show the comedy store, the and comedy store Tim with... Allen and uh, Richard. Richard, yeah. Oh. Richard Lewis. Yeah, Richard Lewis, and several other comedians mm-hmm. were on it, and I was like, oh. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's the beginning of the 80s comic boom was yes. at the Laugh Factory or whatever it was called, and, you know, Sunset Boulevard. It's interesting. They The next time we see like that comedy store uh, marquee, Tim Allen is also on, on like 
the top bill. Yeah. And I was like, man, that is that is so long ago. It is. <laughs> it is. And he's still going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So Jack's driving to Holland's house. We don't know this right away. Right. And we do see Holly walking around this grassy uh, yard. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of looking like she's square dancing at first because she's kind of sidestepping and then mm-hmm. walking forward and sidestepping. And she's got a book in her hand. Uh, and Jack sees that and he's like, huh, weird. Yeah, just keeps going. Goes to Holland's house and immediately punches him, I think. Didn't he punch That's him? That's his first thing. He greets them and then he punches him in the face. Yeah. Because it's disarming. He goes into the house and and Holland, his arm is already wrapped up. Yes, because and it's his left arm. Uh huh. It's already wrapped up because of the blood thing, mm-hmm. uh, the the cut. And uh, he gets to a cookie jar and he starts to pull a gun. And during this whole time, they're having this interaction about you know, what do you know about Amelia? And and, and Holland just gives it all up right away. He's like, oh, she's not. She, I know exactly where she is. She's over. <laughs> there. And he's like. You're, you're gonna, you're a PI. You're just gonna give up your contacts like that. Well, one other thing we didn't see already was uh, the aunt of Misty Mountain. Yes. Uh, she's looking for her daughter. She's or looking her for Misty because she swears she saw Misty at her house alive in a pinstriped two days after suit. She, two days after the accident. Yeah. So she's convinced that. She's alive. So this woman also wears Coke bottles for glasses. Yeah. She was the, uh, she was the, uh, the aunt, the dumb lady from Twister. I liked her out of everybody else on Twister. She was awesome. She was nice. She fed everybody. She fed everybody. And she made really cool sculptures that looked really dangerous in tornado weather. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Whatever. Uh, which by the way. Why is that movie never on? Is TBS, like, only the place that you can watch that movie? Probably. I don't get that channel anymore. I'm just sorry. I don't care. Every now and then I crave movie. that movie. It's terrible, but I still crave watching that movie. The 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 tornado growls at them. I can I can ignore that. The tornado goes, I'm going to come and get you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's something I can put on in the background and ignore it. By the way, we have the door open again, so you may hear birds. Okay, so he breaks Holland's arm, the well, same arm that got cut. He he tells him, he goes, well, when you see your physician, you can tell him that... Uh, you have a fracture in, like, the left spiral. A spiral fracture of the left radius. And I was like, well, at least he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah he's like, at least he knows how to cure the guy, I guess. <laughs> When when Jack leaves the house, he encounters Holly, who's coming back from the grocery yes. store. And she's like, hi. And she offers him a Yoo-Hoo. And he had taken one of the, the pieces of fruit. Yeah. And he throws the fruit away. And he's like, yeah, I haven't had one of those in like 30 <laughs> years. And I was like, you are a monster. <laughs> he's just doing his job. Oh, Yoo-Hoo is disgusting. Yeah, it's just chocolate water, I think. It's There's so no milk gross. in it. What the heck is Yoo-Hoo? I don't I've had Yoohoo before and I was like, oh, this is not milk. But what's funny is the next scene is him going back to his apartment and he's, <laughs> he's got, got a, a case, case of it. He's got, I'm, I'm going to have Yoohoo all night. <laughs> and he lives like above a club or a bar or something like that. It looked like he lived above the comedy club almost. Okay, yeah. And uh, he gets up in there and there's people waiting for him. Mm-hmm. One of them being uh, Keith David. Yes. Former uh, living person, Keith David. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And another guy that I just call the Blue Man, but he's not Blue I yet. I called him the Blue Man, too. <laughs> he looks like he's supposed to be Sasha Baron Co- Cohen. I thought more of an Adam Driver type. Yeah, I guess I could see that. But yeah, I, I was just, I just call him the Blue Dude because of almost, what happens in the scene. <laughs> he was almost like the weird robot guy from Grandma's Boy, too. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of amalgamation going uh-huh. on here. But yeah, we got it right. <laughs> This guy needs to bring his anxiety and tension down a few notches. Absolutely. They get into a fight, uh, and then he goes, oh, I'm going to go back here and get whatever I need. And Well, he, he insults Jack, and Jack is like, well, now, I was just taking this as professional 
basically. Yeah. And now you've upset me and made an enemy. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who's assaulting him decides he was throwing f- his fish at him. Yeah. And that's what really threw him over the edge. And so they decide to go in this other room for some reason. Yeah, because there's something back there. Yeah, Keith David was tooling around back there and found this bag. And so they end up both back there. Yeah, the other guy goes back there. And no, Keith David's in the room with Russell Crowe. The other guy's behind the window. That's it, okay. And he goes, well, don't open that because there's a dye pack in there and it's going to... And it gets him. Uh And he's like, what the heck just happened? (laughs) And that's when he threw the fish and stuff because he washes (gasps) off with his fish. That's right. And he's mad. And he's like, that stuff's not going to come off. No. (laughs) And it doesn't. No. Um, He's still blue later. (laughs) Yeah, he's blue all the way until the end of his life. So, yeah, they beat him up and then they leave. Uh, But not before uh, Russell Crowe pulls out a gun. Or no, he's fighting the guy with the gun. Yes. And then the gun fires through his window into a woman. And we never hear anything about that. Yeah, there was something else we noticed. How... There's side stories that never get resolved. There's there's side stories, and then there's a whole different other movie going on during this movie. Yeah. That's the way I call it. <laughs> because you don't see the lead up or anything. You see a result happen, and then you're like, oh, I guess that just happened. You know? <laughs> so... So then we switch over to a bowling alley. Yeah. And the it's outside... It's like a birthday party. Yeah, the outside of this bowling alley... Looks just like the one in the Big Lebowski. It does. It probably is. It's probably the same one. But Holland has to go take a deuce. <laughs> and Jack meets him in there. And yeah. And there's a funny interaction there that I'm not even going to explain. No. I mean, he's just trying to pull his pants up and like <laughs> hold a gun to him. I mean, it's, it's just It's not really funny. Out. Yeah. But now they have to uh, combine forces and find Amelia. Yeah, because of the hitmen. Yes. And that's the thing. They, they come together at this one part. Jack offers him $400. Two days pay, mm-hmm. $400, to help him find Amelia. And he agrees. And he goes, so if I find her before the two days, I still get to keep the 400 right? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, I already know where she is. Yeah. I was like, oh, smart man. Yeah. <laughs> so he thinks she's at this protest. But there's another fun interaction where Holly is talking to Jack. And says, what do you do? And he goes, well, I beat people up for a living. She's like, could you beat up her? And yeah. Like this bully girl from her <laughs> class. He goes, he goes, why? He goes, well, she's she's just a jerk. I don't like her. <laughs> she's really mean to her or something. And he goes, he goes, how much you got? And she goes, 30 bucks. And she, he's like, well, for 30 bucks, I can. And he kind of gets cut off a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he, so. he, he's like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Jack was willing to beat up a little girl for 30 bucks. Yes. Is this the same little girl for at the near the end of the movie? I don't think so. I don't. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think she would have invited that little girl to her birthday party. No, that little girl was at her birthday party. Oh, was it? Yes. That's funny. No, it wasn't Jessica. Okay. So they go to this lion protest where people are acting like they're dead on the steps of the Capitol building or something like that. Yes. It's a clean air protest. Yeah. And uh, they're protesting air pollution. Yes. As they should do all the time. We just, uh, it's the invisible beast that nobody can see. <laughs> so what's funny about this scene is they keep calling out for Amelia and they're like, we can't talk to you. Yeah. We're dead. And they're, some of them have face masks on mm-hmm. over their faces. And Russell Crowe was like. Wouldn't the face masks have saved you? And you kind of see people like thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, finally, uh, Holland, he goes, which one of you, which one of you want us to make $20? And one guy laying just raises his hand. One dude raises his hand (laughs) because Amelia's not there. She's running or her, some, her boyfriend died. Yes. We found out that her boyfriend, Dean was, uh, made a film with her. Yes, a mature and, audience film. And Misty. And so... Um, it's an experimental art film, is what they called it. Yes. We meet a little boy who we think is the same boy from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I think it's the same boy from the beginning. Cause he's, he looks a little different, but it could just be... He said something about how a car crashed through his house, though. 
Did he? I think so. Well, he mentioned the title uh, or, or the yeah. that phrase. But I have a feeling Nice that, car, big boy. Yeah, I have a feeling she said that to anybody who looked at her. Yeah. So Maybe. it's possible. So they have to pay him $20 for information. And yeah. he says something about Sid Hatrack. Yeah, Sid Hatrack. <laughs> and then they're like... That's not a real name. Yeah, he's like, nobody's named Hatrack. Give me my $20 back. And he goes, no, I swear it's Sid Hatrack. Bah. He said I had a big penis. And well, you want to see my penis? No, we don't want to see your penis, kid. What the hell? You know, he's pretty big. I mean, uh, it's kind of funny. So they're driving along and they see a billboard for por- Pornocchio. Pornocchio, yes. Pornocchio by director Sid Shattuck. Yes. They're Sid like, Shattuck. Hatrack. Very much so. Yeah. But, yeah, the house is burned down. They say that the film caught fire. Yes. Burned him and, him and the house down. Mm-hmm. So there, you suspect that he's been murdered. Yes. So they know where Sid Shattuck is, though. Mm-hmm. He's at this porno house. Yes. And there's a pool, and there's two decks, and there's dancing, and there's earth, wind, and fire, and a unicorn. Uh, all this stuff is really there. Mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire is singing September, you know? And and then later on, we hear the Bee Gees. So it's very much 70s town. Oh, yes. It kind of reminds me a little bit about, uh, of, like, the parties that they had in Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, things like that. Where there's, like, a lot of cocaine, a lot of pornography is showing on various parts of the walls. And uh, everybody's having a good time because it's the 70s. There is no AIDS yet. Yeah. Uh so Jack and Holland decide to go to this to see if they can find Amelia. They think she's staying there. Yes. They get there. There's a valet. And they get out and hear knocking on the trunk. And Holly has uh, squirreled her way to this party. Yeah. And he, Holland tries to leave her there. And the valet's like, I can't take the car like that. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to take Holly. And... Well, they tried, to, they tried to send her in a taxi cab away. Yeah, she just wouldn't do it. No. But one of the things that we forgot to say is that Holly just says stuff. Uh-huh. Like at the bowling alley, she said, yeah, I had to get my dad a rim job. And he goes, <laughs> no, it's a rim shot. Yes. You know, something like that. <laughs> or uh, she says and stuff sometimes. Yes. And he's like, don't say and stuff, just say. Whatever. So, yeah. Like, during this time, there's an interaction between Holly and a porn star. And she goes, yeah, I walked in on them. They were doing, like, anal and stuff. And she goes, don't say and stuff. Just say they were doing anal. I know. And I was like, that's hilarious. (laughs) I'm like, I'm saying that on the podcast. Yeah, Holly's 13. Yeah. And she's watching this porn with this porn star and another person. And I'm like, she's not phased by it one bit. No. Not one bit. She's just there. She's asking for Amelia. She's saying that Amelia's her sister. Yes. And that she's worried about her. Uh, another porn star finds her and says, hey, I heard you're looking for Amelia. I know somebody that can take you to her. Mm-hmm. And it's the blue guy. Yes. But we cut out a lot of stuff there. Oh, yeah. So Jack's well, looking for happening. Amelia. <laughs> yeah. Jack's looking for Amelia. And uh, he, like, doesn't want to drink alcohol so he sets a drink down on a table yeah and it turns out the table is just some some naked lady yeah most of the women are uh that that are in the background are painted nude ladies yeah like performance art yes but jack also finds a pinstripe suit Mm -hmm. and then he finds a film canister that has an address in it yes which has the same paper that amelia had given her yes him earlier right so while he's off doing that, we've kind of got three three away story yeah. here. Holland is, is getting, getting drunk, drunk. <laughs> and he's just asking around for Amelia, half assed, you know, like yes. That. And uh, and he sees mermaids, so he decides to go in the pool and swim with the mermaids. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of topless women. I mean, a lot of topless. And then he sees a woman, and she like points a fake gun at him, you know, finger guns. And she, like, shoots at him, and he's like, oh. Yeah, he goes, goes, shoot me. Shoot me again. (laughs) Oh. And he goes, shoot me again. Oh. And he falls out of the top floor of this building down a hill. Yeah, over an embankment. So he's going over and under. He's the biggest source of comedic relief in this whole movie. Absolutely. Yeah, he is not this funny in Drive at all. No. (laughs) That movie's not this funny. Oh. Whatever. (laughs) 
Um, I laughed a couple times. So we get a sneak peek that Amelia was is there. Yeah, because Holland sees her. Yeah. Just before he decides he's going to throw up and then see a dead body of Sid Shattuck. Yes. And so this brings us to a weirdness here because he, he, Jack's trying to find Holland and finally Jack is able, we get a three stooges moment when he finds the body. Oh yeah. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just a lot of weird, it is just so strange to see somebody just turn from like serious actor to slapstick comedian. Exactly. And so he calls Jack down. Yeah. Jack's on the balcony. He goes, How'd you get down there? And he's like, don't worry about it. I found a dead body. You did what? Just get down here. He's like, you fell, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fell off the roof, didn't you? You just you just fell off the roof. Um, which becomes a theme yes. now. Yes. Like, out of the blue, this is his thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Kelso falling off the water tower yes. every time. Yes. Or that one dude that died falling off the water tower. Except he doesn't die. No, anyway. that dude died. Well, no, we never I'm, saw him again. I'm talking about Holland. Anyway. They have to dispose of the body because somebody saw him before the body was found. My thing is, is that Amelia probably already knew that Sid was dead. Oh, absolutely. And it wasn't. She may have done this. That's possible. But no, Keith, Keith David is there because that, that's when him and Jack have a fight. They have a fight earlier. That's right. There's a whole jacuzzi thing. That, he, yeah. beats, he beats Keith David to a pulp. And then Keith David's like, that's when he barters. With he him. barters for his his life, and he's like, "I'll give you money, and I'll go to Michigan." Yeah, because Michigan's good, far enough. Go. <laughs> so there is that. Yeah, we're a little all over the place on this one because there's a lot of stuff that happens. Yeah, um, and we do take notes. It's just I, I just you have to tell whole stories. Yes, I think yes. So now they're trying to dispose of the body, and this is one of the funniest scenes. Yeah, they dump this body over a fence, not knowing what's on the not other side. Not knowing what's on the other side, but it's a wedding reception, and they they just dump him right on the table. By the way, never hear about this ever nope. again. Nope, Mm-mm. that's somebody else's movie now. Exactly. The that movie starts with a dead body falling yes. in a reception. That's mm-hmm. that movie. So now we're starting to bring all three of the characters together. And we find out that Holly's been kidnapped. Holly Holly was kidnapped and Amelia is trying to get her car yeah. from the valet. And so Blue Guy tries to shoot Amelia mm-hmm. and Holly being the little detective that yeah. she is also, she shuts the car door on his hand so the gunshot goes off a different way. Holly gets out of the car. While he's trying to bring himself together because that hurt, you know. Yeah. And uh, runs off with Amelia. Right. At this time, the car speeds off and we see Jack and Holland come up. Yeah. And and the valet goes, hey, your daughter's in that car. Yeah. Not realizing that she had gotten out. Yeah. And so, like, he's like, what? And he does what any dad would do. Jack's back in the building because he's just done his thing with Keith David. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he looks out the balcony. He sees holly and amelia running down the hill now this is like a switchback road Mm -hmm. so the road goes you know switching back switching back yes if you don't know what that is look it up it's on google just i'm not explaining this to you this is how you go up a mountain okay (laughs) so they're going down and blue man is being chased by holland Mm -hmm. holland's driving this like red corvette or Uh something and he wrecks. Yeah, because he's still a little drunk. Yeah. And he's driving too fast. Oh, way too fast. And then Holland gets, he catches up with Amelia and Holly, gets out, and immediately gets hit by a van. Yes. So, he gets hit by a van. We're going to call this Mulholland Drive, by the way, because it's kind of like a Mulholland Drive yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's a switch back up a hill, mm-hmm. or up a mountain. And... He gets hit, and then Amelia just is like, I'm getting out of here. She runs away. Holly, on the other hand, wants to help the broken blue man. Who is going to kill her. Yeah. Because she's still very compassionate. Jack sees Holland uh, in his car, and he says, I'm going to go catch up with them. You get in this car, and you drive fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jack catches up with Holly and the blue man, and she goes, he's hurt. We need to do something. Mm-hmm. 
and he's like, well, there's a lot of people on this road or a lot of traffic. Just uh, just tear down that way and see what happens. Try and flag somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jack kills him, but not before uh, he says uh, something about a guy named John Boy coming yes. to uh, to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who's John Boy? John Boy is the oldest son of the Waltons. He went to the army during World War One, And he had a huge mole he, on his face. He filmed the Hindenburg crash. I didn't watch the Waltons. It bored the crap out of me. I think you'd like it now. Because I'm it, old? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's for your age range. It's um, for, you know, 28 to 50. Yeah, I could not stand it. But yeah, John. They they would every now and then they'd have a John Boy episode with him in, in during World War One. Oh, and really? He was a reporter. He was uh-huh, a writer, uh-huh. and so he reported on the Hindenburg crash and he saw it happen. Oh, okay. But yeah, he had this giant mole on his face, and I think that's why they called this guy John Boy. Yes. Holland shows up too late. Uh, Holly comes back, says she asked if Jack had killed. Yeah, killed and he him. said no. Yes. And she didn't believe him. Oh no. But she wants to believe that he's a good man. Yeah. And then uh, suddenly uh, Kim Basinger. We find out Kim Basinger is Judith Kuttner. Yep. And she is Amelia's mother. She is also the head of the Justice Department. Yep. And so there's a subplot of her department investigating Chrysler for the catalytic converters. Yep. That was a real thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a thing. And so she's explaining to Jack and Holland, because they've been brought in after this to see her, that half of her day she spends on this catalytic converter case, and the other half she spends on porn, which, without skipping a beat, Holland goes, well, really, what what kind do you watch? And it's like, (laughs) you're an idiot. (laughs) No, she's trying to end the porn industry. Yes. Um, Porn industry... Maybe about three times have almost toppled themselves over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was the AIDS scare. Yes. So they were like, oh, we can't do porn anymore. Mm-hmm. Then there was a, another kind of outbreak. Um, oh, the Tracy Lords thing. Yes. That almost tore it all down. Mm-hmm. That was in the 80s. And then most recently there was another AIDS scare about seven, eight years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's That's bad. So she says that she wants to hire them. And she writes them a $10,000 check. Yep. But Holland says, we're not going to do this for more than $5,000. So she takes that check out and gets and starts rewriting the check. Oh, really? Yeah. She makes it out for $5,000. Trust me. That did happen. Really? Yeah. I, I wrote it down. I oh, saw I it thought, happen. Oh. She started writing it and then she... He... No, he, he goes 10. No. He said, he said, we will do this for no more than $5,000. That's weird. I I guess I missed that. Or no less than $5,000. Yeah. He definitely said that. I wrote it down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I missed it. Um, They talk about Healy in in a way that nobody had talked about him yet either. Yes. She's Um, like, you're the diner guy. You're the diner guy. And Mm -hmm. he goes, yeah, that's me. And so that leads up to, what'd you do at the diner? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Uh, Her assistant is this hot black girl. Mm -hmm. Tally. Uh, Her name's Tally. And I, I love her. So does Holland. Yeah, he does. He totally loves her. <laughs> he he can't. He trusts s- her. <laughs> yeah, he can't see past her beauty. Oh, heck no. It's kind of hard, though. It's like, you're pretty. <laughs> I like how you're pretty and you lie. You, you just went into Doug McKenzie mode. Yeah. You like you like a lot of things, eh? <laughs> um, so... We find out that that empty lot across the way is Holland's old home. Yes, it had it got burned down. Burned down, and they're planning on rebuilding eventually. And he's living at a rental. Yes, and so Holly, because the reason we find this out is because Holly is there reading a book in the dark. Yeah, Jackson comes up to find out what on earth she's really doing, and she goes, "You just stepped in the toilet." Yeah, and then he walks forward, and he she goes, "Well, now you're just getting the carpet wet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually he tells his story about the diner and where he was at this diner a armed robbery was happening mm-hmm. um this is another different movie this is the end of a different movie yes and he takes the guy and, and beats him with his own gun it looks like 
in the flashbacks that he may have killed that man. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. That guy didn't deserve to live anyway. He looked like that uh, long-haired dude from uh, Tiger King. From Devil's Rejects is what yeah, he looked like. a little bit. While he's telling him this story, Holland's listening, but then Holland falls asleep, so he doesn't know what the hell happened no. at the diner. And they bring that up later, and he's like, what diner store? What are you talking about? He goes, you know where I, I beat up the guy at the diner? And he's like, you did that? That's crazy. <laughs> Why? He's like, what? You were asleep, weren't you? Oh, maybe. <laughs> They kind of have a little falling out the yeah. next morning. And it's because, well, Holland went and cashed the check, got half for uh, Jack. Yeah. Bought himself a new suit. Mm-hmm. He looked like he bought Holly something, too. Yep. Yeah. And stopped at the bar. Yep. So he was late. And so Jack's like, I'll just go find her myself. And Holland's like, idiot savant here going, well, you know, that's not at the airport. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's not at the airport. It's, you know, this is uh, Burbank Apartments. West West, West Burbank, Burbank Apartments. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they, so go, there, they go there, find out that that place has been torn down for two years. Yeah, so it's not there. And they're like, all right, let's just go to the airport. Mm-hmm. And they, they drive down. Is this where the thing happens? This is where uh, they pull up to the hotel airport, which is also called West Burbank something or other the west west okay yeah burbank yeah, western I, hotel yeah and so they go into the bar of yes. this hotel and they're like hey we're looking for this person mm-hmm. and they're like oh they're up in the penthouse and your well, other buddies went up there first he doesn't say anything right. yeah they pay him yes and he's like oh they're in the penthouse um your buddies i thought you you were following your buddies and he's like what buddies he goes you know your buddies? He called him John, I think. He called him... Yeah, he said he had a big old mole on his oh, face. Oh, yeah. But he <clears> also <throat> had told them, you might as well just wait here. Yeah. You know. And, and so, so after they find out that John Boy's there, they decide to go up in the elevator. Yep. They get up to the floor that they need to be on. Yes. They get out, and there's this guy. His, his throat has been slit, and he's just walking and gurgling. And so they look down the way, and they see another person, a gunshot or something like uh-huh. that. And the person flies... Uh, across the hall yeah and they get back in the elevator and hit down yep <laughs> very casual <laughs> like going, we're not dealing with this yeah, that's the other movie that's yes, going on uh-huh. too like amelia's in a sequel yeah but they're going down the thing and we see a guy crash out of the window yes. and fall to his death and i'm like oh geez this movie's great <laughs> so they get in their car and go to leave because they hear the cops coming yep. And they they have a moment where they're like, well, we can't just leave. Amelia's in danger. And Holland is like, Amelia's dead. <laughs> right. But then Amelia lands on top of the car. Yes. And kind of passes out. Well, she shoots into the car when yeah. she sees them and then passes out on the ground. And I'm like, this girl is having the worst week of her life. Yep. Very much so. We find out that Amelia's mom has sent the goons. Right. Well, we don't find that out just yet. They take Amelia back to Holland's house. And Holly was supposed to be at Jessica's house. But Jessica's sister kicked her out. Because she was having sex. Oh, yeah. Uh, because she brought a boy home. And uh, so they came like, to the March like, house. Your sister's such a whore. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and so uh, they're kind of arguing over Amelia, all, all four of them. Yeah. And Amelia wakes up. And Amelia kind of freaks out. And then... We find out she she's running from her mother and the goons that her mother has set yeah. out upon anyone her involved mom, with this film. Her mom's made a deal with the automakers that emissions don't have to be down to 80%. Yes. It's fine. So this catalytic converter case that she's working on, she says that her mother is not going to prosecute. Right. And they made a film about it. Yep. And they made a short film, experimental art film. Yes. They keep calling it. Ex- she keeps going. It's it's experimental. It's not porn. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they get a call from Tally and they're like, hey, uh, we got the money. We're going to, you know, we, well, no. we have to do a handoff. She she said her, that uh, Judith called and needed. She's been kidnapped. Oh, okay. So. I missed that part. She kidnapped herself, dude. Yes. So 
they give her, you know, they go to Tally, and Tally's like, oh, I, I counted all this money myself. He's like, you counted all of this yourself? I'm like, you're an idiot. Because <laughs> it's obvious. It's it's plainly obvious to the audience, Tally is bad. I wasn't aware of that. Bull crap. No, first time I watched it, I was like, wow, she's a good assistant. Eh. Yeah. Women's intuition, then. <laughs> <laughs> but... Then they're driving to the drop-off point. Yes. And, uh... He also, when Tally had called, had said that Amelia was at his house. And that yes. she was going to send a doctor over. Which was a rookie move to yeah, let them it was. know he's that not Amelia a, was there. He's, he's a good not, detective, but he's not very smart. Yes. Like, he's got gut instincts, but he doesn't have, like... Smart smarts. instincts. <laughs> they're driving down this road, and he's like, oh, I'm tired. He's like, well, you can, you know, you can just take your hands off the wheel and it'll drive itself. He's yeah. like, really? He's like, yeah, try it. And he goes, oh, all right. And he's, he does it. Then he looks at, at Jack and he's like, wow, I didn't know this thing did that. He's and, like, yeah. And he shows him that he's got a, a gun yeah. in Jack his ankle. Says, Jack says, don't worry, guy. I got this ankle uh, holster right here. Yeah. So even if they disarm us, we'll be fine. He's like, good. That's a good thing. And then there's like this bee. Uh-huh. This well, like giant, life size, yeah, human size. This giant bee in the back seat smoking, mm-hmm. and it sounds like Cheech. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, you got a light?" And they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't smoke bee." And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, why not? You only live once." And then, of course, Holland wakes up. He was driving in his sleep. Yes. And they wreck into the barrels. Yes. So there's and the that. briefcase flies up, hits the top of the bridge, and you see it's just cut up paper. Yeah. And he's like, they must have switched it. She counted the money. Yeah. <laughs> she counted it herself. And to which Jack is like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there, Holland goes, why would, why would they give us this task then? And they both look at each other like, oh, we got to get back to the house. Absolutely. So they start hightailing it back to the house, but not before the doctor has shown up. Yes. The doctor, Matt Bomer, is the doctor, and he is John Boy. He's got this briefcase. He's like, who wants to be my nurse? And Holly's like, I'll be the nurse. You know? Oh, I made that sound dirty. He really I? did. It wasn't nerdy at all. <laughs> but I'll Je- be your nurse. So Jessica's on the phone, and she keeps talking about John Boy yeah. to whoever she's talking to. And Holly realizes who's in her house. Yeah. He's got the mole. Yes. And she's like, do you want a cookie? I just made some. And Jessica and like, is the, is the Debbie Downer cookies. in the room. And she Holly goes, no, no, I'm, I I made some. I have a couple extras. And that, and he's like, well, I could be persuaded. You know, and he's looking at Jessica. And then Holly has a gun on him. Yep. So he tries to negotiate with Jessica. Yes. He says, if you help me out here, uh, you'll be the only one left alive. Yeah, he's like, I'll only kill Holly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and, and, and the other. They're thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you gotta and kill somebody, kill the one with the blabber mouth. She was gonna end up dead anyway. He's he's wasn't gonna leave a witness. Right. I'm sure of that. So push comes to shove, things happen, and uh, Jessica gets shoved out the window. Yeah, he he tosses her out like through a window. Yeah. Right when Jack and Holland get there. Mm-hmm. Holland looks at Jack and says, hey, did you just hear something? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. And they go and they see this guy walking across the street to his car. Uh-huh. He goes, excuse me, sir, did you hear something? He goes, yeah, that was the girl I just threw out the window. <laughs> and he pulls out a machine gun and just starts going to town. Yeah, on he cuts down a palm tree. <laughs> the palm tree lands on his house. Yes. The funny thing is, is that this whole interaction is going on and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's good action scene. Like, this movie has so many good action oh, yes. scenes that you're like, oh, I forgot this is a really good movie, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. In, in in this amount of time, Holland has picked up Jessica, ran her into the house, made sure Holly was okay, put them all in the closet with Amelia. Yep. And so then he goes back out. You know, he's he fumbles with his gun so much. It's oh, yeah. amazing that he hasn't shot himself. At one point, Jack has no ammunition for his gun. He's like, he's like, Holly, sh- uh, throw me your gun. So he throws him the gun and goes out the window. He's like, really? What? I mean, there's that kind of thing that happens. The police start to show up. Amelia has started to run. Amelia ran. Yeah. 
The police are starting to show up. So John, John Boy, Boy just gets in his car and leaves. Amelia flags down a car. Uh-huh. Says, Not hey, realizing. you got to help me. Mm-hmm. It's John Boy. She gets shot. She's dead. She's dead. Amelia is out of the picture. Yes. So this movie just did something that I've never seen before. The damsel in distress just dies middle of the movie. Yeah. We still got maybe 40 minutes to this movie. Yeah. Surprisingly, so much happens. I don't think yeah. there's 40 minutes left. I think we're two thirds of the way. But yeah, she's dead. Mm-hmm. So this is your climax, maybe? Yes. I don't know. So they have to go they got and picked expose up. the woman. Yeah, they got picked up uh, and were let go on their own reconnaissance. Yeah. And I'm like, that's interesting. So now their lawyer basically is telling them, just drop this. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. So the aunt shows up to the house. Yes. Uh, Misty Mountain's aunt. And she's like, I I know she's alive. Yeah, she goes, like, no, why won't anybody believe she's me? She's freaking dead. <laughs> and so she mentions the pinstripe suit and yeah. a desk. And uh, Jack is like, oh, I saw that suit. Yeah. And so it turns into a. So it's not destroyed. Exactly. And so it, it turns into, okay, we got to go to Misty's house now. Yeah. They go to Misty's house. They find the projectioner. The projection. The, the projector. The, the projector. The projector. Yes. God dang. Which I've never seen one of those table ones in person. No, that's cool. I've seen that they were a thing. I was like, we need one of those. For <laughs> what? To watch it on our, our gigantic wall. With all the pictures and crap all over well, it? Well, I wouldn't have all the crap on the wall. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. So they decide that they got to find Chet. Yes. Chet was the guy that took them to the burned out house earlier. Yeah. We didn't know his name then, though. No. Because Amelia obviously gave Chet the the film because he's going to be the projectionalist. Because that's what he says. Yes, I know. <laughs> he's the projectionalist for at, this movie at the, at the auto, auto show. show. Where the uh, Kim Basinger's character and all of Detroit is there. Yes. So Tally shows up with a gun. So our... Three main people have made it into the projection room. Yes. And they're looking through and they're like not seeing it. Yeah, it's not there. Yes, but it is. Yeah, it is. They just don't realize it. Right. Tally shows up with a gun and Holland's still not getting a clue. Right. And finally... And Holland's like, oh. And then he like realizes something's going on and he like jumps down and starts grabbing for uh, Jack's legs. Yes. Jack's like, what the the hell are you doing? And he's like... (laughs) He's like, where's your gun? Where's your... I don't have a gun there. And well, this is when you realize like, that Did that I was dream, dream that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Somebody's knocking on the door. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yes. And they're like, we know it's you, Holly. She opens the door, says, come in, Holly. Holly takes a pitcher of uh, coffee yes. and throws it on Tally. Uh-huh. She's like, why'd you just throw a cold coffee on me? She goes, I saw it in the hallway. I thought it was going to be hot. <laughs> So, really, Holly is our little hero because she manages to get the film, Mm -hmm. the canister, and throws it out the window. Right. And Tally knocks herself out. Yeah, she knocks herself out twice. Yeah, at least. Yeah. And so, now, I think I've jumped ahead. John Boy. John Boy. John Boy messes up Chet. Yeah, John Boy found Chet downstairs Basically, Beats him half to death. he's almost dead. Uh, In a dumpster. Yes. One of the guys finds him. Yeah, it was Holly. Finds out that the film was spliced into the middle right. of the, the film that's already on the roll. It, yeah, because Tally had knocked herself out and the guys left the room and left Holly in the room with Tally, which yeah. I thought was unusual. It is unusual. And so when Tally wakes up, she's trying to get the film and... It's already started. Yes. And so the people are, are watching this porn as mm-hmm. it's going. And so. And they see depictions of themselves. Yes. Yes. So it's like, oh, we got to get that film. Yes. And so John Boy starts shooting up at the projector. And I'm like, that's not going to work. <laughs> he starts he a, a fire by blowing up a car. Yep. I mean, things go down here. And basically, our guys win. Yeah. Keith David's back. He didn't go to Michigan. Nope, he did not. And for that, he almost ends up dead. He pays for it, yeah. Yeah. 
Actually, I think he did kill him. Yeah, I think he did too. Yes. He almost kills John Boy. And Holly says, if you kill him, I will never talk to you again. And, and you so he c- knocks him out. Yeah. He's like, you just got saved by a 13-year-old. Yeah. I called this <laughs> shootout with John Boy part two. Uh-huh. Because a lot um, happens here. Holland falls off the bu- this building too. He manages to fall into a pool. The other guy did not. Yeah. That was Keith David's character. That's right. Yeah. He almost took Holly over the side, too. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, I've fallen off of two buildings, dude. I might be invincible. They're like, you're not invincible. He's like, I might be. I fell off two buildings. It's like, oh, my God, dude. (laughs) (laughs) John Boyd does not die. There's no collusion at the end. Yes. And uh, things go back to normal, except they're now partnered. They're called the Nice Guy Investigations. Yeah, Holland kind of just did it on his own. Yeah, well, Holland had a uh, phone book ad already, mm-hmm. and it was very, very much almost word for word uh, Jim Rockford from the Rocker, Rockford Files. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a happy ending. Yes. Okay? Yes. So this movie was supposed to be a TV show. Before or after the movie? Before. Oh, really? It was written as a TV show. The TV show executive said, uh, this plot is going nowhere. And he goes, well, it's 16 episodes. So over the plot of 16 episodes, uh, a little bit more would yes. get mm-hmm. uh, found out. And then by the last two episodes, you have a finale. Uh-huh. The exec said, nobody's going to sit around for that. I could see it being a six-episode arc. Well, no, I could, I could have seen it. It explains why this movie is so jam-packed. Yeah. For one thing. There's so much in this There's movie. There's a lot going on. There's so much going on that we don't even see maybe two-thirds exactly. of what's going on. And so, but I could have seen this being a six-episode, like one-hour, six-episode drama on HBO. Not even a drama. Well, you know what I mean. The the, the, the format that it's in. Yeah. But it's six, six one-hour episodes for just this story arc. Absolutely. And then they could have done another six one-hour episode arc. Yeah. I could totally see HBO still doing that kind of thing so right now. CBS was going to pick it up, but they wanted two women instead of two guys. Oh, why? Because that's what they wanted to do. They were flipping the script on everything yeah. at the time. And they were like, well, make it two women. We'll call it nice girls. And they're like, nah. It makes more sense for this to be males. Yeah. It really well, does. they were figuring more like a funny Cagney and Lacey instead of a funny buddy cop uh, Rockford Files. I think more people would have watched this as a series. Absolutely. Than two girls. Honestly. Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy did a buddy girl movie yeah. called The Heat. Okay. And people didn't watch it. It's because it's Sandra Bullock. Well, a lot of people watch Sandra Bullock movies, but Melissa McCarthy was the she's the, not bankable. Was the uh, gross woman, even though she wasn't gross. Yeah. And Sandra Bullock was like the FBI agent who okay. was the straight up lace chick, and they did this format of this nice guys thing. It did not work right because their chemistry was fine, but this is the kind of thing that you expect. Which, you know, it's the gender stereotype. But in the 70s, it was men. Yeah. So this is what you expect and what you would watch. They probably wouldn't have made it for the 70s either. They probably wouldn't have. And I just I, I, I just don't see it working with two women. I don't either. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that they tried it. Shane Black declined. Mm-hmm. The movie came out. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. And everybody should see it. Yes. So, that's that. So, anyway, I got laid off of work today. And I'm probably going to just start writing stuff down, you know, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what movies we're going to do next. And we're probably going to have a hell of a bankroll at some point. (laughs) Because I'm going to be bored. Well, I'm going to be working still. I know. So, you can make up some lists of, so you just got laid off. Here's what to watch. Yeah. Yeah. You should watch Tiger Quar- King. Your quarantine <laughs> podcast uh, list. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so the music in this movie was good. The actors were good. I can't see one actor that 
just didn't play the crap out of their Oh, yeah, role. they all did really well. Everybody did. I will say Kim Basinger was a little flat. Kim Basinger is always a little flat. So, yeah. I've never seen a Kim Basinger movie where I was like, oh, man, she was really good in that. Wasn't she in a Batman movie? Yeah, she was terrible in that. She was Vicky Vale. Yes, she was. <laughs> I mean, she was bad in all the things that Aww. I've ever seen. She's just pretty, and she let Alec Baldwin have sex with her. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, this has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Listen to us on all the streaming platforms in the world. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to us. Share us. Yep. Rate us. Yep. Do the thing with Podchaser where they're going to give food to people. The Meals on Wheels thing is really important right now. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook. Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Follow us on Twitter. At Fun Time Movies 1. That is Fun Time Movies and the number one. And then... Stay inside, watch a movie, Onwards on Disney+. Plus. Go ahead and watch it. It's fun. 